Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, hello. Good Friday evening. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, been a long work week. Mm-hmm. I was so glad when it was time for me to clock out earlier today. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I guess the thing is, is because we we had a lot of, um, it's the, you know, new year. We had a lot of stuff come from 21. We had, there was an audit that was done. And we had so many projects and conference calls this week. So mm. when they clock, like, huh? Nothing like a bunch of meetings. I know, right? And even though I'm remote and I'm not in an office, it can still be just as taxing when you're just on a Zoom call or a Teams call. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, but anyway, it is Friday night. I'm ready to talk about these soaps. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, we got uh, some pretty darn interesting things to talk about this week. So, let's jump into it. So welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And this is for the week of February the 6th? Yes. Yeah, February 6th through the 10th. And um, normally what we do is um, we recap The Young and the Restless first, and then the second half of the show is Bold and Beautiful. And then we do a, what is called a segment called flip the script, where if there's a particular scene or storyline that we wish we could change, this is where we flip the script. So, all right. Well, let's see. Do I have any news first? Oh, yeah. Um, Wyatt. What is that? What's his real name? Um, Darren something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Darren Brooks. Darren, Darren Brooks, Brooks and his wife that used to play Mackenzie on The mm-hmm. Young and the Restless, they just welcomed their second baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, how long has it been since we've seen him on screen? Oh, it's been a while. I don't even know if he's still... I think he's still <laughs> part of the show, but I do know he was doing some other projects that's... Um, like on Netflix or something, or Amazon mm-hmm. Prime, one of those type of streaming services. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then on Wednesday, we got the new version of Ashlyn Locke. Mm-hmm. And let's see, was there anything else? Um, I, think so. I guess that's, that's it. Huh? Jacqueline McInnes would have started the show. Yeah, I saw her pictures on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, I, uh, huh? I was just going to say, I totally forgot she was um, pregnant mm-hmm. until I saw those pictures. And I think she got her girl this time, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they, I hope, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I thought I saw something where she's having a girl this time. Aww. And, uh, yeah, because she got two boys right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be nice. Yeah, that would be. I'm looking forward to 
you know, seeing what um, Jackie got uh, when all the babies, you know, once she showed a new baby. Yeah. Okay, so let's jump into this. So for the week of February the... Dang, what happened? Hold on this whole thing got thrown off. Okay, let's try this again. Okay, so for the week of February 6th, we have, for the Young and the Restless, Adam brazenly takes the reins and set boundaries with Sally. And then... Abby delivers alarming truth. Wait a minute. They got the wrong dates on here. Abby delivered alarming news about Dominic's health. Mm -hmm. And then, let's see. For Wednesday, we have Victor is suspicious of Ashlyn's connection to the clinic. Um, Chelsea dreams that she and Ray kissed. And then today... It's pretty much, it was almost like half Valentine's, pre-Valentine's episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'll just leave it like that. Because, I mean, I really didn't see anything too profound, except we kind of saw Adam and Sally kind of getting all these, uh, what they say, what they call it, um, a non-verbal communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He driving me nuts. I just wish that I can't wait for next week. Just go ahead and do it because it is already out there in Soap Opera Digest mm-hmm. that they are going to make love next week. So, well, it's about time. It's about time. That boy, listen, he, he's getting on my nerves with it. <laughs> I, I've been waiting for this since 2019 when I thought him and Sharon were well, they, that was the last hot scene that we saw. Which was yeah. the one in 2019 when him and Sharon was at the apartment, uh, the penthouse. Yeah. That was it. So it's time for that boy to get some loving right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here for it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, where do you want to start? Um. Okay, we can start with Adam and and uh, Sally if you want to. Yeah, those two have been, they they spent the whole week tap dancing around their feelings. That's all they've been doing. Because I saw your message, I saw it later in the day, because I think you had sent it a little bit early yesterday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, you tell her, no, we're going to be strictly business, but then you make a statement like when he told her yesterday that I wanted to play games with you about being officially the COO because I was hoping you would run and put your arms around me. And she was like, uh, excuse me, but yeah. uh, I thought we was keeping this strictly business. So, yeah, I saw your message, and I'm like, yeah, he playing. It just just, just cut it out. Just, just yeah. It. Go ahead. What's your thoughts on that? Um, it's just the, the back and forth with him is unnecessary and it so I feel like he's the one that keeps playing games about the you know his feelings Sally has been straightforward with him from the beginning yeah that's true and it's like this is what maybe the fourth fifth time where he'll do something um like what he did this week which was tell her that he does want to be with her went through that whole little spiel Mm -hmm. and then at the very end of 
it, it there was a but we work together we have to keep it professional for now until we figure out like I guess mm-hmm. how things go in the office and it's like what was the point of you even telling her if you were going yeah. to um end it with the but we're not going to do this right now if mm-hmm. I was Sally I would have been like you know what you go ahead and figure out your feelings. I'm going to be over here doing my own thing. I'm not waiting for you. If somebody else comes along before you do, then you missed out. Because this has been, it's been one too many times of him in the pool and then jumping right back out and then putting putting up the stop sign with Sally. So <clears throat> I, hopefully what the rumors um, and soap opera digest, digest are true. And after, you know, they spend their night together he doesn't go back to oh maybe maybe um, we need to cool off again we need to focus on business blah 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 like i hope he doesn't revert back to that after that happens so let me ask you then do you think this was more about him fighting with logic versus his versus his body because there's a part of him that's probably like dang, should I get involved with this girl? But then at the other part, he is attracted to her. Do you think that maybe was the tug of war? I honestly don't know. Uh, so when they were, when it was just new and media and they were working there together, mm-hmm. I somewhat understood like his hesitation in getting involved with her because of Chelsea um, being there too, or, you know, eventually coming there and him being her boss. Mm-hmm. which I guess when they uh, now that Victoria has them in media I don't know if Adam is her boss or is Victoria her boss or her and Adam like on level playing field because she's a COO like I don't I don't know how that dynamic works but I could I could understand it his hesitation then but now it's like okay you offered her this job but you also obviously have feelings for her so when he offered her the job, he should have kept his mouth shut until he knew for sure that he was ready to just risk having a relationship with her, even though they worked together. There was no need for him to spill his guts to only turn around and say, um, but we need to keep this professional for now. Because I feel like Sally is basically, it's going to be on his terms and Sally has no say so. Only thing, okay, so I'm also looking at it from this thing, too, because Victoria, just like she said, she wanted to keep Sally around and let him have this, let him have her as a COO because Sally is reckless and Mm -hmm. that more than likely she's going to probably help him implode himself. I think Mm -hmm. Adam also knows that, too, because that was one of the things he told her today was we got to be on our p's and q's because i got to listen to my father in one ear and i got victoria in the other and we got to be on point so i think if uh, my thing is do i in order for a relationship to actually work between these two i don't think they should work together i don't either because if they were like she just said she worked still worked for lauren right and mm-hmm. he worked at Newman Media, 
it wouldn't really matter what their relationship is because it won't affect either the company unless they do something outside of the relationship to affect the companies, right? Right. But because of the fact that now, because he didn't have to hire her, but honestly, Mm -hmm. the one thing he did say today was she's the only one that's in his corner. Everybody else hates him. Who would he hire to work for him? Even when mm-hmm. he hired Chloe, <clears throat> Chloe was still talking trash behind his back and saying all kind of crazy stuff. I'm surprised she worked there that long, but she only mm-hmm. did it for Chelsea anyway. I mean, yeah, for Chelsea. Um, the only person that he has as an ally in that town right now is Sally. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, part of it is kind of a mixed bag. It's like I'm attracted to this girl, but I got to be on my P's and Q's because I know Victoria is either going to sabotage me or she's waiting for me to implode. And at the same time, she know how Sally is too. So I think to me, it looks like a tug of war with himself. Like, dang, I want this girl. But at the same time, I don't want to, I don't want to get distracted being in love with her or starting a relationship with her and lose sight on everything else with with Victoria and his father. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how I saw it. But I mean, it both it could go either way, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I I, 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 agree. I was rambling, so. <laughs> no, no, I I agree. <laughs> what you said makes sense, and I I agree. I think um, he probably just should not hide her. I feel like if he's struggling that much with his feelings for her um, Mm -hmm. because he clearly wants to be with her, then he should have just made it a romantic relationship and left the work stuff alone and just found somebody from outside of Genoa City to hire as his COO. Well, see, but that's the thing because that means Victoria would have to put somebody in that position and knowing how ruthless she is right now, he could, she could actually position somebody next to Adam that it would technically be undermining him. So it, it's That's- it's kind of a double-edged sword by putting Sally in there. She he knows Sally is in his court. That he she was pretty much do anything, protect him, look out for him, do mm-hmm. dirt for him. If Victoria slid somebody into that position, he wouldn't know whether to trust that person or not. But he could have went out and found somebody and brought it to Victoria just like he did Sally. Yeah, but he has a history too. So, I mean, who's going to be interested in working for him? That That's what he, why he was saying what he's saying. She, she's pretty much the only one he can trust. Because it's one thing to bring somebody in, but you also got to be able to trust him, especially because he's Adam Newman. You know, does that make sense? If this was Jack... I'm just position, saying outside of... Um, outside of Genoa City in general. I, I Like, I know maybe he's known across the nation because he's Victor Newman's son, but at the same time, there's got to be somebody out. Not every single person in the country is going to be against Adam. He would have been able to find somebody. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. But right now, we stuck with Sally. <laughs> yeah. Well, then he need, to, he need to stop it with the games. Yeah, I mean, it looked like next week, they will, um, especially from the previews. And then they actually had shots of the scenes mm-hmm. of them. 
and the article. So it's a, actually it's a legit thing because they had the pictures from the certain scenes. I think Soap Opera Digest and what's the other one? Um, Soap Opera News. The one of those two, they're pretty reputable. I think because the show gives them the spoilers to print ahead of time since they already filmed seven weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I saw those pictures, I'm like, oh, it's a done deal. <laughs> but um now what did you think about victoria because uh this week because when she made that statement um about keeping sally as his coo ashlyn wasn't on board with that until victoria was like oh i know how reckless she is she'll help him fall that's just victoria being victoria and um, she's. I feel like she's always got a low opinion of people that she doesn't feel like is on her level. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it'll probably. I I don't know. I guess it could, it's fifty fifty. Either what Victoria said is true because Sally does have a tendency to. Um, I feel like she has a tendency to put herself in situations that don't concern her. Mm-hmm. Um, and stir up trouble where it doesn't need to be stirred up mm-hmm. um, or they could <clears throat> this could just be uh, this could just be an opportunity for them to prove Victoria wrong and basically have some egg on her face because she she's counting on she's basically guaranteeing the failure of Adam's division because of Sally Mm-hmm. Uh, being there so yeah. we'll see which one it is and you know what the crazy thing is after seeing the preview for next week where we hear her tell Ashlyn you know well, why would we help them out and sabotage them in the process they don't it, and I keep saying <laughs> this I mean, you okay girl mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I'm okay um, I've been saying this for the past probably almost two years mm-hmm. since or else when he started to make his reformation, they don't want him to change. Victor doesn't want him to change. Victoria doesn't want him to change. These people don't want him to change because the moment that even with Nikki, Nikki like, well, it seems like it seems like he's changing you know and it's like okay do y'all want him to change or not and then they poke the bear and do things and thank god he hasn't acted out even with what victor has done with selling the company from up under him over the past couple of weeks the old mm-hmm. adam would have lashed out Mm-hmm. absolutely okay. And that's why Victoria expected him to be like, I ain't working for you. And when he did the total opposite, it's like, okay, that's not enough. All right, let's try to poke him some more. It's yeah. like, would you leave that man alone? <laughs> <laughs> Just leave him alone. Y'all don't, Y'all want him to change his ways and you need to do differently and live your life differently. And then when he tries to, they try to do things to make him go backwards. It's like, come on, y'all. That's crazy. Yep. Um. Now, let's talk about Victoria and Ashlyn. That dude is something else going on because Victor found out this week that Ashlyn had been 
secretly funding that cancer center in Peru on his own through a shell company. Yeah. Right? Yep. My thing is, okay, right now it sounds, even though it's a shell company, he's still providing funds to a facility who help people, you know, with experimental treatment for cancer. What is the end game with this? I'm curious to see where the writers are going to go with that. Because right now, as it looks, it just looks like he kept it a secret. It's not like it's a big deal, right? Yeah, that's what, I guess that's what confused me about, confused me about whole thing was um why why would it have been a bad thing for him to do that right exactly like i, I don't i don't understand why he kept it a secret and i don't i don't understand what the need for the show company was like if if it's a if it's a facility that is trying to find cures for cancer or, or treat like better treatments mm-hmm. that's a good thing so mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. That whole thing confused me. I didn't understand that. Um, however, here we go again with the oh, well, I didn't tell you because I was trying to protect you. Kind of secrets that he's got going on. There's another. Okay. This this one just popped up. Uh, another one popped up. Yeah, but then you see how he played that. Mm-hmm. He first of all tried to make it look like he start. Okay, he started out trying to make it look like Victor is coming after him. So he tried to make Victoria feel like my father doing this to you, right? Now, when Mm -hmm. he did bring out the secret about, yeah, I knew about the company, I didn't tell you, and we were looking, but I already had a company that could help me with this. She got mad for the moment because he kept it a secret. But then Mm -hmm. he turned around and he said, well, you know, I, I am grateful for this because it kept me here for a higher purpose and that's to be with you. And she just melted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he knew that. He played it perfectly. Yeah. Because he know that, and see, that's the thing. Victor thinks now Victoria doesn't know. Now she does. I'm so sorry. when, um, and I think he purposely did that too. My thing is, that's why you don't send Goofy Michael down there because somebody tipped uh, Ashlyn off that Michael was looking <laughs> at the question. I'm like, dude, he's not a private detective. He's an attorney. <laughs> Who probably probably dropped all kinds of clues that he was down there snooping around, I'm sure. You got a man as they used to be the district attorney going down to Peru in a in a foreign country because of course you know he's an American and Peru is in South America mm-hmm. and this man is asking questions do you not think it's going to get back I mean it's like dude you I'm like Victor why would you send we said this a couple weeks ago why are you mm-hmm. going to send Michael don't you got plenty of private detectives <laughs> on the payroll right girl that was so crazy to me <laughs> Ashley got a call. There's a man out here asking questions. He like, who is? He? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my God. And Michael's stupid for going down there. I know. If I was him, I'd be like, look, I hear you. I will be your attorney. All right. You want legal stuff looked at? You need me to go to court. Okay, fine, but I'm not going to play private detective in South America. 
Right. And, and and listen, the writers dropped the ball on that because we never got to see Lauren's reactions for him going to Peru. Oh, yeah, you're right. And show him, tell her. She just was talking about it with Jack. And that was it. Yeah. I was like, come on, writers. <laughs> that girl did not want him going nowhere. He, she didn't. She barely wanted him to work for Victor. And then yeah. all we got to see is her talking to Jack about, oh, yeah, he's in Peru. That's yeah. all. Made it seem like it wasn't that big a deal. Exactly. Girl, mm-mm. Anyway. But um, what else did you have on that whole thing with Victoria, Victor, and and um, Adam? Uh, nothing really. I I'm just curious to see how this all ends up. If if Adam is gonna prove her wrong, or if um, Sally is gonna prove her right. I, I just I hope they make this work and turn them into maybe a new power couple or something. I don't know. She maybe she'll get pregnant behind this. I don't know, but I just want a different storyline where Adam is he's not involved in anything crazy. You know what I'm saying? And if they do come after him, they uncover it and beat them to the punch and turn it around. That it's a good thing that happens instead of a bad thing that blow up in his face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would like the Sally from the Bold and the Beautiful during that period of time where she was with Wyatt. When she wasn't she wasn't being snarky and sneaky and scheming. Like she was just being a straight up, you know, mm-hmm. regular person. Right. I want that Sally back. Well, hopefully the writers will do a better job and make this couple something interesting to watch and not a downfall for these two. You know what I mean? So (laughs) I would hope they would prove all of them wrong. Me too. Um, Okay, so let's switch over to Abby and the situation with with the baby. Because obviously something else is going wrong because they're doing a, a needle biopsy of the bone marrow or something I think where are they going with this now you've seen all the rumors right because I posted some of them and tagged you too (laughs) I I saw the one one you um, tagged me to about the baby really being Mariah's baby girl I saw that I said that is so crazy now yeah. let's play with that for a moment because a lot of folks in the comments was like oh no that's impossible we talking about the soap operas right mm-hmm. <laughs> so say for example that they did take you know um, Devon's deposit and they inserted it, but she was ovulating or something, and the egg that, but no, that's not possible because they, they, the baby was already in an embryo before it was implanted. Am I, am I correct? I, I believe so. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, because it wasn't, they didn't, all they had to insert, she was just a carrier, so all they would be doing is there's already a viable embryo because it was already fertilized and they just put it in Mariah. Okay, so how how else could that go then? 
Because they didn't take any eggs from from Mariah. I think craziness, honestly. I know, but I was just wondering how could if they did just say in a million years they decide to take that route, what how would they make that story work, I wonder. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't, I don't know. It's it, yeah, it's crazy. Then I saw one that they're saying Devon is not the father. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where they're going with this bone marrow story. Um, they did say in the spoilers that there's heartbreaking news next week for the ba- about the baby. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, my question is, you know, what's what's going on? What's next? Right? Yeah. But let's talk about knucklehead. And you know who I'm referring to? Chance. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Chance is Chance is just happy go lucky right now because he is. he is just I mean, poor Abby. Abby is just miserable. She's miserable. She's not happy. She was not happy about signing them papers with Devon. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not happy about him being so happy go lucky sick she's not happy but he's just around there like oh everything's gonna be all right oh no everything's gonna be just fine no don't worry about it go over there take a bath <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, you do realize that girl is stressed right and he's just like and Devon, you know, he's distressed. The only person in that room looking like is Chance. Yes. I, you know what? I was saying the same thing to myself watching that scene. Like, this guy acts like they just, I don't know, they have a stray cat that they just found that they're trying to get checked out. Exactly. Like, this is your son. <laughs> he is so <clears throat> detached. It seems like he is so emotionally detached. Yeah, it does. From the situation. I mean, he's it's, it seems like he's a friend of the family just being there. That's it. That's the perfect way to describe him. He seems like a friend of the family, not the actual, not the father of this child. Now, when it comes to Abby, he plays husband. Mm-hmm. So if he want to take her on dates <laughs> or want to do whatever else, okay, fine. But when it comes to that baby, he's like the visiting uncle. Yeah, or something, you know. And then he had the uh, girl. I was like, "No, you ain't gonna carry your butt over there with Ray, right?" To go on a stakeout. And then when uh, somebody shot a bullet, he collapsed. And I'm like, I'm looking at the TV, and I'm like, "Did he <laughs> just get shot?" No, he had a, a PTSD moment. Oh, is that what it was? Because I didn't yes. I, I didn't really understand what had happened either. I thought maybe he got shot as well. Girl, no, he had a PTSD moment. So it, it and that's why he had balled up behind that barrel because that gunshot and what he heard, it triggered him. Mm-hmm. And so he turns around and come home looking crazy. And, you know, Abby is like, oh, you back. Oh, this is where I need to be. I'm like, yeah, right. You need to be in some therapy right now. Mm-hmm. And girl, who's that? That was, um, and we missed that last week. Sharon. When Sharon told, or maybe we did talk about it. I don't remember. But when Sharon had that conversation with Abby over at um, 
Mariah and Tessa's wedding. And oh, their engagement party. Yeah, we talked yeah, about I mean, at the wedding, the engagement party. And so Abby was, uh, uh, Sharon was like, oh, he's going to therapy. Oh, no, he don't need therapy. He's just going to deal with it day by day. And Sharon was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we see that's not working. No. And he realized that after he brought his butt home, it was like, oh, I ain't ready for this. No, you're not ready for this. <laughs> I mean, think of think about it. You have to have. I mean, just in general, I think. And correct me if I'm wrong, but when you are an officer, I would think you got to have psychological testing first. I, and, I believe when they, yeah, when they go through a traumatic incident, I yeah. thought that they made them go through like mandatory therapy or counseling or whatever and they have to be evaluated before they can be let back on the duty duty i don't know if that's true or not i mean i that's just what i've seen on tv shows but well that's what i was going to say let's tag team and bring in law and order svu when stabler and olivia had traumatic experiences while working in the field, they had to go to therapy because they had a little bit of a trigger reaction from the things that they experienced. Mm-hmm. So writers, I know this is a soap, but your boy Chance need to go to therapy. Right. That should have triggered him in that moment when he realized that he had a moment where it he had a reaction from what he was seeing and hearing. You run your butt back home only to tell your wife and lie to her, well, this is where I'm supposed to be, so I came home. No, no, you got scared, and you realized you wasn't ready for that. Yep. You know, so, yeah, that, that I, I just, girl, they making Chance look real crazy right now. Yes, they are. <laughs> this is, like, very irresponsible 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 you're a husband and a father like one of your main goals should be taking care of your mental health so you can be there for your child and your wife yeah i don't know if it's okay so let's 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 take a minute on this one because when they had the previous chance and then the chance before that there mm-hmm. was a level of maturity with those two Mm -hmm. Didn't it seem like it? Yes, it does. It did seem like that. This guy, and I mean, I I don't know. I forgot the actor. I'm not saying he's a horrible actor, but the way that he's portraying the Chance character, it just doesn't fit the man who was on special missions and, you know, the Chance, the two Chance guys that we remembered. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, this guy's just, you know, he's just casual, like, hey, what's up? You know, that yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like you know, nothing. I don't know. You know. What'd you say? I say, he, like, not, there's nothing that seems um, like he doesn't have a sense of urgency about the things that are going on in his life right now. Correct. Yeah, very much so. You know, I mean, when you got a sick kid, and y'all don't, the boy, the baby was looking pale. Mm-hmm. He's not literally responding. And you think like, oh, I ain't going to be able to sleep no way. So I'm going to just go over here and hang out with Ray. Are you serious? Right. Yeah. Mm-mm. 
So I don't know where they're going with this. You know, with the baby being sick, if is that going to be something to make him a little bit more focused? I don't know. But it ain't looking good right now with, with, with Chance. Yeah. So, okay. Speaking of Ray, Ray decides, because before Chance got there, he and being um, waiting with regards to the stakeout and trying to stay up and his wife is at home in the bed asleep, Chelsea can't sleep. Now, did you see that conversation that she called Chloe? That girl got a husband and two babies over there and you want <laughs> her to get up and talk about work. Work. At what hour? It looked like, what, about two in the morning or something? I mean, look at that girl, if you don't get off my phone. Right. <laughs> You know, and then she's like, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm up with Bella because Kevin w- uh, had her watching a scary movie, and then Chelsea getting mad talking about what was Kevin thinking. Girl, would you go to bed? <laughs> Chelsea's lonely, very. Cause her son, where is Connor? He at boarding I'm, school. I don't. No, I'm assume I was assuming he was at the ranch. Oh, okay. So he is still. I, th- I thought. Okay, no, he's back. Okay, who went to boarding school? That was Billy and, and Victoria's kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, go ahead, girl. Yeah, no, I was just because that's one of the things that I was thinking when she moved into the hotel was like, well, what's she doing with Connor? Because the last thing I I don't remember them um, agreeing to like Connor or Adam having full custody of Connor, or maybe it was just a conversation they didn't air or show maybe she just agreed to let Connor live there while mm-hmm. she was in the process of finding a, a new house but like yeah I don't think you can live in a hotel with your with your kid no so, yeah I'm assuming that Connor, Connor is staying at the ranch okay well she can't sleep she calling Chloe Chloe's like look I got family business to handle so I got I can't talk to you right now which I, I just, that's what I'm, she don't, one thing about the Chloe and Chelsea dynamic, Chloe don't put up enough boundaries when it comes to Chelsea, which mm-hmm. is why Chelsea does what she does when it comes to Chloe. There is no way you as a single person by yourself call somebody who got a husband and kids. I mean, I'm saying an emergency, I'm not saying that you can't. I mean, because emergency situation, you need to call whoever's close. Mm-hmm. But your issue is you just can't sleep. Yeah. And you calling this girl talking about, can we talk about work this time in the morning? Girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. So then she decides to get up, tell the people downstairs to go get her car so she can drive over to the coffee house. And Ray is there. And they having this whole conversation about her past and all the fraud that her mom used to do. And I'm like, in what world does a con artist talk about fraudulent activities with a cop? <laughs> she figured she's reformed now. I guess. I, that whole dynamic is just crazy to me. But go ahead. Go ahead. What's oh, no. no. No, I was just uh, saying she's reformed and she paid for her crime. So maybe she felt comfortable enough to tell Ryan. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess. But the fact of the matter is that, that one of those crimes that she committed just recently was toward him. And I just find that it's so easy because that and that goes back to this whole thing about the hatred, the deep hatred these people have for Adam. Mm-hmm. Adam had nothing to do with what happened to you. She did. But you hate Adam more than the woman that actually could have killed you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you entertain and oh, everything is going to be fine. And, you know, you're a great mom. And I'm like, I'm sitting up watching this conversation. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely not realistic. Because, I mean, I'm all about forgiveness and everything. I get it. But uh, I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? Um, I don't. I guess I just view it as it's just it's a soap opera thing that mm-hmm. somebody does something as egregious as what Chelsea did, and then two or three months later, it's forgotten about because we get this. We can say Billy she tried to kill um Christine at one point. We can talk about Sally and the the doctor or not the doctor um Flo. Um, mm-hmm. and all the stuff that Adam has done it's like it. we know that they did it but it, it's like once the storyline is done a few months later everybody pretty much forgets about it and moves on as if it didn't happen as if somebody wasn't kidnapped or almost killed or I don't know whatever other little things that, that people do so I, I guess that's how I, I look at it is they're just kind of they're just kind of glossing over it like they do anything else in the soaps. Well, I guess the 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 theory that you just presented applies to everybody except Adam. Because they yeah. always hold over his head all of his crimes and the things that he do. <laughs> so they never let it go. But every but like you say with with Chelsea, who we're speaking about right now, yeah, it's like, okay, it's been a few months, and it's over, they let it slide, and they don't talk about it no more. Or well, he don't bring it they, up. They, they keep bringing up Adam's past. I mean, him and Victor are, are and he's done during the past. Mm, Ashley well, tolerates him, and he's done something, he's done stuff to her, he's done stuff to Shane. You said who? Ashley. Oh, Ashley. Ashley. We didn't even really see how much. Um, like the interactions that she had. Well, Nick is hanging in there with her. Yeah. And I mean, with him. I said her. With him. You know, Nick is hanging in there with him. Pretty much the only people that's in his corner is Sally and Nick. But, um... You know, the rest of them, even Victor, I mean, you, Victoria told a bold-faced, bald-headed lie. You believe her, and you automatically sold that man's company from up under him. That's why, it's with Victor, it's just not, that man, <laughs> that's a whole nother story when it comes to him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, then she goes home <clears throat> after having this conversation with Ray, and all of a sudden have a fantasy Mm-hmm. <laughs> about this man talking about how incredible she is and they up in there just slobbering all over each other and I'm like <laughs> so how hypocritical are you? <laughs> <laughs> I 
because mm-hmm. about a year or so ago, you were bent on revenge of Sharon kissing your husband. Now, granted, mm-hmm. you're not with Adam anymore, but Ray is still one hundred and well, one hundred and ten percent married to Sharon. Mm-hmm. So you need to get that on the check, girlfriend. I wonder if she gonna try are, are the writers gonna have her pursue him? I I feel like <laughs> they're going that direction. Yeah, but how are they gonna put that rift between Ray and Sharon? Is it gonna be the kids and family again? Possibly. Or maybe maybe there won't be a rift and maybe give in to maybe he'll end up developing feelings for Chelsea and he'll give in to those feelings. I mean, I don't, yeah. think Ray is, I don't think Ray is the cheating type, but he but did. Have, look, uh-huh. I was Go gonna ahead. say he did have that little moment with Sharon where nothing happened, mm-hmm. but when he was still married to Mia, remember? Mm-hmm. And that was when him and Sharon's chemistry I felt like was really good because I really wanted them to be together. Um, but he he almost had a moment there where him and Sharon kissed, um, but you know he caught himself so. I don't know. Maybe maybe there will be something where he develops some feelings there because they like you said, they have him talking about um, his re- his regrets of not having kids or wondering what it would have been like if he had had children. So mm-hmm. maybe yeah, they'll put those don't... two together and maybe he'll get Chelsea pregnant so he can finally have his kids. Girl, I don't know. That whole thing is crazy to me. Like, I, I'm still, you're going to marry the girl that almost killed you, and you're being hypocritical on his side, too, because he's always worried about whether or not Sharon was going to end up cheating on him with Adam, and then you turn around, and it's possible that they may write it where he end up cheating on Sharon with Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So, but that's soap opera life for you, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. So, so, so. Okay. Um, and then we had the Valentine stuff today. I mean, it was cute. What do you think about this whole thing with Billy, though? If, I don't know if they are creating a storyline where there's going to be something medically wrong with him, or if this was just all to get them started um, with the yeah, I'm wondering where they're going with that, too. Because he can't sleep. I look like, to me, I'm thinking that the man can't sleep is because he's been scheming for so long, and now he's just living an average, everyday, low-key life, and he's not used to that. Mm-hmm. You know, Billy has always been in something. Something he was involved in, or whether it was gambling, whether it was running after Adam or Victor, or something, his mind was always occupied with trying to stay ahead of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now that this is off the table, he don't have nothing else to think about but working and, and Lily, and I don't know, maybe he thinks his life is too boring, and now he got all this extra space in his head wondering, okay, well, what do I do now, and what's next, and I don't know what to focus on, and so that's why, you know, Lily gave him that whole podcasting or something to work on with Devon and yeah he was being the patient and the and the therapist at the same time 
Yeah. Which I thought that was pretty interesting to make a journal of what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's still not a licensed professional. You need to sit down and talk to somebody so you can work through all of this. Yeah. What's your thoughts? I mean, nothing, nothing other than I was just trying to find out where they were, where they might be going, but, or not mm-hmm. the um, him being able to sleep. But I mean, it looks like it just took the path towards the. This is how he developed the idea for the podcast, his podcast. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we'll see I, where they go. Yeah, I, I will say there was. Um, they did it again this week with Lily and her being concerned about, I feel like her still being concerned about um, how she's running the company and being mm-hmm. a CEO. I remember exactly what it was that she said, but it was almost like she was going back again to the, how she, her and Billy, how well her and Billy work well together and, how she needs him there at the company. And it's like, why do they keep harping on her and um, her feelings about needing Billy there for that company? It's almost like they're, she feels like she's too inadequate to be a CEO. Yeah. And then she turned around and had that conversation with Nikki this week about why I'm not sure of myself and what would Catherine, what would want me to do and would they be proud of me and all of that so she's definitely having some doubt in her abilities mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but I don't know that's that's interesting I mean honestly does she have the experience and I think we talked about this a while back mm-hmm. I mean she, technically she does not have the experience I mean she started out as a model back in the day um. Yeah, she was able to run Chance come cold side by side with Billy. I'm just basing this off of the history of how the show wrote her character. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, she doesn't really have, you know how Billy, he did, even though he did a bang up job, but he did run Jabal you know, you have some people that ran several companies. Lily, Lily did not. Lily didn't have that working experience. And so maybe that's why they're trying to, because most people will look at that and like, you used to be a model. How are you the CEO of a huge corporation? I mean, so are they trying to show, you know, that bridge between why they put her in that position you know, at with that character. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe that's what they're doing. You know, they're like, hey, how do we write a person who her her past is being a model and now she runs Chancellor Industries, you know? So. Yeah. I would have, so if, if they would have done, if they would have just stuck to her, like, asking for Nikki's advice and, mm-hmm. You know, even her saying, would Catherine and my dad be proud of me and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that that right there, I I can understand. Mm-hmm. I just don't like when she goes into the, I need you here to work with me, Billy, because I can't do this by myself kind of kind of um, narrative that 
they've been giving her. Like, I don't think she actually has ever said, I can't do this by myself. But just, it's like her her begging him to come and work there. Like, when she was doing all that, like, that drove me nuts. Do you actually think is that she need him there or is she trying to keep track of him and keep up with him to keep him out of trouble? I don't think she's trying to keep track of him. I think she just doesn't have confidence in herself. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like she just has this she's got this need for him to be there with her. I'm, I don't know if maybe it's her security blanket or she wants him there for to make sure that you know she's doing the job correctly. I, I don't know. I don't know because okay, so go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just going to say she does she doesn't really she hasn't really been giving me the vibes that she's trying to keep tabs on him. So, I don't know. That's why I just feel like it's more of a she don't have confidence in herself. Mm. I mean, because what we saw most of this week is them being in two separate places, except up until, you know, nighttime, because she was running around. She talked to Nikki. Mm -hmm. She was working by herself. And we saw Billy running his mouth, talking to Sally this week Mm -hmm. and being not in close proximity, doing any type of work. So I don't know what they're writing, trying to convey with that message of her, like you said continuously to say, oh, I need you to work with me. I need you to work with me. And he said, okay, yeah, I'm BCOO, but he hasn't been working. He's been, I haven't seen that boy really work. I saw her. <laughs> I mean, seriously, he'd been running his mouth because he talked to Adam last week, rub it in his face. Then he talked to Sally this week, rub it in her face. Oh, you out of a job. That's what you get, blah, 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 whatever. And, um, you know, then he's been up at night, and you know, so I don't, I don't know what they're doing with that. It just, it don't make sense. Yeah. You know, why they got her acting like she's codependent on him being there. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for, codependent. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what, that's exactly how she's acting. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot of loose ends, you know, and I guess eventually we'll find out some stuff as time goes on but right now it's slow moving so it's like okay what are we doing here where are we going with this you know just like what we were saying about the Peru thing mm-hmm. you know we were saying about you know this situation and a couple other things with the you know with the baby it's like and what you're doing why is Chance not getting the help it's like they leaving loose ends to a lot of different things Yeah. so I don't know alright um, did we cover everything for this week? Um, the only other thing was the conversations that Jack had with Lauren and then the one with Amanda. And I'm tired of them. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. asking Jack about his feelings for, for leave mm-hmm. that man alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the conversation I feel like him and Lauren have every time they see each other now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Or Amanda. I, you two just, I feel like you two and you need each other. Well, look, the man said that there was interest there at one point and it's not there anymore. And if mm-hmm. he's lying to himself, he's lying to himself. And maybe he'll 
snap himself out of it and then go swoop um Phyllis off her feet. But for right now he don't want to do it. So stop, you know, harassing him about it. Yeah, leave him alone. Yeah. I mean, even when Phyllis was here, it was the same thing like we was talking about a few weeks ago with Amanda and, and um Michael. And it's like if the girl want to go to freaking Milan, let that girl go, y'all. And I mean, of course, Phyllis was playing games too, so mm-hmm. we can't let her off the hook. But now with Jack, it's like, he, and he said repeatedly, "You know what? I'm good. I'm fine. Leave me alone. If it is, we'll meet up for dinner when she come back in town. But for right now, I'm working. Let yeah. it go. Yeah. Let that man go ahead and do him until they figure this mess out." Because that's what it is, a hot mess. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead. Um, we did, did they show Noah this week? Or was no. that all last week? That was last week. I didn't see Noah at all this week. Okay, I can't remember. I think that's it then. Yeah, because we didn't see no Mariah or Tessa this week. All we got was um, Victor, Sally, Adam. We saw a little bit of Chelsea Ray. And the whole thing with Chance, Abby, and the baby. And then, you know, the other stuff with um, the Victor. I mean, the, the Valentine stuff today. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think they did show Tessa and Mariah just on Monday. After the engagement party, because uh, Mariah, oh, yeah, they did, but there really wasn't anything that happened. They just talked about Noah a little bit. And that's it. Yeah, and they, you know, had their, you know, romance night. Yeah, and stuff like that. That was pretty much it. Yep. Okay. Well, let's move on to the second part of this show, which is for the bold and beautiful for the uh, week of February 10th through the wait a minute February February 10th February 6th (laughs) (laughs) February the wait a minute okay the 4th was 5th 6th the 7th the 6th was a Sunday because I'm like my brother's birthday was last week so I'm (laughs) like wait a minute no okay so the 7th because 14th is Monday so yeah, the week of the seventh through the eleventh. Cause I'm like, is it a typo or what I'm looking at? But no, it's the seventh <laughs> through eleventh. Girl, I'm all screwed up. Okay. So for the week of February seventh through the eleventh on the Bold and the Beautiful, Steffi shows Taylor footage from Brooks security cameras. Taylor summons Ridge to discuss uh, Brooke. Um, we had Steffi taunting Brooke while Taylor tell Ridge that Brooke betrayed him. Uh, Ridge confront Brooke with information from Taylor. And then today, Brooke confessed and looked like Deacon about to get his face punched in. <laughs> Girl, I knew this was going to happen. I said mm-hmm. he's gonna try to blame. We we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we knew we knew it was gonna be Deacon to get the blame for him. Yep. Cause he was like, This is all Deacon's fault. <laughs> this is all Deacon's fault. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we only had one storyline because we only got a little piece of the whole um 
Paris and Carter thing, and I think that was Monday, right? I believe so, yes. And that's, you know, it is what it is, and Grace is trying to convince Paris to go out with Zenday, and I'm like, would you just tell your mama what's going on? She already know. Right. Just say I ain't dating. What the other thing is, she got to break up with Zenday. I mean, you cannot want to have a thing with Carter and mm-hmm. want to be casual with Zenday. Right. You know what I'm saying? Talking about, oh, we're dating around, but then you want to come out as a couple with Carter. Right. Like, girl, please, would you go sit down somewhere? Yeah, you just chose in that you don't you don't want a serious relationship, and here you are popping up in a serious relationship with uh, his friend. Yeah, because remember what she said? Was that on Monday or last week? Excuse me, last week when she said, you know, we can come out to the world and let everybody know what you know that we're a couple, and I'm like, how you gonna do that? And then she expected Zenday to oh he'll understand. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. My and my thing about this is, you're not in love with her, Carter, or I don't know, maybe right. Carter, because he seems to easily fall in love with every woman that that looks at him. But it's like you're not in love with her. You guys mm-hmm. really just started giving each other the googly eyes like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Are you seriously going to risk your, you know what I mean, your friendship, right. Forsters, for? somebody who has said over and over again that she's not ready for anything serious? Yeah, but that's the thing. She's being hypocritical. She don't want nothing serious with Zenday. But I guarantee you if it was Carter saying, you know what, I want you to be my woman, my girlfriend, whatever, she'll sign up for that on the top line. And I I wish, I think I said this last week, but I wish that he would call her out about that. Right. I wish that he would tell her you know what? People's feeling changed. I get that. But you were just telling Zenday that you didn't want anything serious. I, on the other hand, like serious relationships. So either you're going to have something serious with me or we're not doing this. Just, you know, to see what her reaction is. And if she exactly. wants something serious with him, then he needs to tell her that you Zenday the truth. Like, we're not going to come out as a couple to everybody and have Zenday find out that way, you need to be honest with him. Yeah, so that was on Monday. So mm-hmm. this is what we saw on Monday where Carter was denying her affection. Like, nope, we can't do this because he kept thinking about what Grace had said. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't understand. Uh, she said, what did she say? Paris stated that this could be real for the two of them. Figuring that he would be worried about Zenday, she said that they wouldn't be hurting anyone because she and Zenday agreed to be casual. But Carter didn't believe it or see it that way. Paris isn't worried about anyone else, and she hoped that the Foresters would be happy for them one day. Yeah, so she wants to come out as a couple to the entire company. Yeah. But then you're going to tell, and, and like you said, that's a good point, Keisha, because technically he could hold her to task and be like okay you want you you want us to do this right yeah 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 i want to i want to be let's let's i got feelings you got feelings blah 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 then 
is it going to be casual with me? Because you said you're not ready to be in a committed relationship with nobody. I'm still young. I'm still independent. So where did that leave me? Because like you just said, Keisha, he should have told her, I want something serious. And if you can't do serious, we ain't doing it at all. Yep. And what would be her response then? Because now you got to eat your words. Right. Because either she going to say, well, can we just keep it casual? Then she'll be pretty much consistent, right? Yeah. But if she said, okay, fine. If you, if I can be locked in with you and we can come out to the foresters and they'll be happy for you and me, then she, she's being a hypocrite. Now you just lied to Zenday. Right. You just don't want to be with him. Be with him, yeah. Mm-hmm. And instead of telling him you didn't want to be with him, you framed it as a, oh, I, we just, let's just be casual. Let's just have fun. Yeah. Here's the other thing, Keisha, that she that Carter is ignoring because she's still not letting Zenday go either. Mm-hmm. So how is that going to fly? Are you going to break up with him to be with me? Or are you going to date around with me and him? Because remember, he still thinks that y'all still dating and all of this, right? Yes. So, I mean, that's the other part. I was like, look, girl, um, you trying to date me, but you still casually dating him, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of um, interesting responses on social media about her. I mean, they were dragging the character mm-hmm. through social media. You know, talking about how trash and horrible she is. She's just like her sister and all this old kind of stuff. I'm like, Bo, can't y'all come up with something else? <laughs> I know. I mean, because she's been floating through time and just basically just being disrespectful to Zenday because she was disrespectful to him when it came to Finn. We already talked about this. Being mm-hmm. with Finn and then living with Thomas and now playing around with Carter. It's like, let that man go. You obviously don't want to be with him. Right. You know, why are you keeping him around? Because he, what? He's available to you and nobody else is. And so the next dude come along, you're going to drop him like a hotcake. And so far, she ain't doing that either. Yeah, she just keeps him hanging on. Yep. Like she's keeping Zenday in her back pocket. Exactly as a plan B option or something. Oh, if it don't work out with Carter, I always have Zenday to float back to. Right. Zenday, actually, he should cut that off. Zenday, look, dude, you, you got a lot going for you. If this girl is playing you to the left, you need to go right. Yeah, I agree. I so, agree. Well, that's all that was on this week for them, because they only have Monday. Yeah. Um... The rest of this week is about Brooke. Yep. And Steffi was getting on my nerves. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm like... The whole family. I mean... It's one thing that they tapped into that to Brooke's security system. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's crazy in itself. But this whole plot, I didn't even understand why Steffi even went over there to talk to Brooke. What was all that for? Being just being messy. Being messy, yeah. 
Maybe she was trying to see if Brooke would confess to her. Girl, she knows Brooke she... better than that. Yeah. <laughs> that girl ain't gonna tell you nothing. Right. But yeah, she was being being messy, poking at Brooke. That girl, and we got to see two days of that. Yeah. And I'm like, Steffi, turn around and go home. Right. <laughs> Don't you got some kids somewhere? You got a whole baby up in there. You got your own husband and your daughter. Why are you all up in this woman's face talking about this? Because <laughs> the thing is, it comes down to what Ridge going to do. Right. You can sit up here and plead your case and say whatever you want to your mama. You can say whatever you want to say to Brooke, but it's going to come down to what Ridge believe and what he going to do. Exactly. I don't know. That whole thing is just ridiculous. They act like two. They had Thomas and her high-fiving each other when, oh my God, Taylor is going to go and tell Brooke about herself. I'm like, she yeah, which go nowhere yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah, she was uh, so in my opinion, the way it should have went was Steffi should have been the one to tell her dad. If they were going to have somebody tell him, it should have been her or not his ex-wife. That wasn't her place. Mm-mm. And Taylor absolutely had no business going to Taylor's house uh, or um, Brooke's house questioning her about the whole thing. Like, take your butt home somewhere. <laughs> This yeah, is not business. You are not with Ridge. Yes, you guys have children, grown children together. But this is not your business. This is Ridge's business. And they're about to feel done when they find out that Ridge um, is not leaving her. Yeah, girl, because um, it should have been enough for Taylor in that moment when Ridge did not believe her. Pretty much calling you a liar. Mm-hmm. You told her that you had proof. I mean, you told Ridge that you had proof. And that man just brushed you off to the side. Why do you need to go further down that path to confront her? He didn't believe. Because, I mean, if he really was solid in what she was telling him, but like you say, it wasn't her place to do it. Plus, she did a horrible job trying to tell him. Yes, yeah, she did. She did a horrible job. She was, I mean... <laughs> And I, um, it is so hard to tell you, but I just need, and it's about Brooke. And I'm like, would you just get it out already? If right. If you can't do it, tell Steffi or Thomas to do it. Right. Yeah. Now, I, I do see a difference in Hunter Tylo and, you know, this, I don't know her real name. This, this actress. Um, if this was Hunter Tylo, she wouldn't have cut no corners with Ridge. <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't. She would have been. Yeah, she would have put it all out there. But I think they're trying to change the character a little bit with, with the new actress. So mm-hmm. she's being a little bit more reserved about how she deal with things. Doesn't it seem that way? Because. Yeah. The conversations I remember the old Taylor having with Steffi, oh, they were all into it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you know this, and oh, she can't do that, and blah, blah, blah. Whereas this current version of Taylor is like, well, I don't know, and I'm just going to stay out of it, and it's not my thing, it's not my place, and it's like, 
Okay. So it looked like they're trying to change the character a little bit. Doesn't it seem like that to you? Yeah, she seems a little bit more, um, just even like the way she speaks. She seems very soft-spoken. Correct. And like you said, reserved. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, because um, I can remember the old Taylor, Tyler. I can remember like her getting loud and angry and yeah, she was very argumentative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually don't mind Krista Allen's portrayal of Taylor. Yeah, um, I just got to get used to the difference. Yeah, the way that they're the the character is changed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was the yeah. same way with me, like with Adam Justin Hartley playing Adam versus Michael Muni and and um, Mark Grossman. Mark mm-hmm. Grossman and Mark Mew- Michael Muni are darker. Justin yeah. Hartley was more comedic. Yeah, he was. He was light Yeah, he was lighthearted and bouncy and tried to crack jokes. And I'm like, eh, I like the darker Adam Newman. So that's what I mean. It's a difference in who they bring in to play that character. Yeah. Yep. I miss Michael Muni, though. I mean, I like Mark Grossman, but Michael Muni, boy, it was certain characteristics that he did with his face and how he looked in certain scenes and stuff like that. The original, well, he wasn't the original Adam. There was one before him, Chris Ingen. But um, there's a difference when they recast. That's why even this new Ashlyn, I got to get used to. The other Ashlyn, he seemed a little bit more, him and and, uh, Amelia had a lot more chemistry to me. Mm -hmm. I got to get used to Robert Newman. Is that his name, Robert Newman? I believe, yeah, to him being a, um, I guess, manipulator, manipulating type of character. Because when he was Josh on Guiding Light, he was the he was always the good guy. Yeah, he was always the nice guy. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see how they, you know, when it comes to the new Taylor, because you know Taylor Hayes is. She's a staple on that show. She had been mm-hmm. on there for a very long time. You know, and just to feel those shoes, you know, but they look like they're changing the character, which it's no problem, but I'm used to, like you say, Hunter Tylo is, is a lot more feistier. Yes, feisty. That's a good word for it. Same thing with the Phyllis. You know, we had Gina versus M- Michelle. Mm-hmm. You know, and you could tell the difference. I and I like Gina though. I yes, I I did too. I like. That, Gina. I think I think that was well, I guess not the first time because Justin Hartley is my favorite Adam, mm-hmm. but it's one of the rare times where like, because um, Phyllis was a very established character with Michelle Stafford. Mm-hmm. So for someone that had been on this. Stafford had been on Young and the Restless. Um, mm-hmm. For them to switch, recast that character, difficult to win over the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, I actually liked Gina's portrayal of Phyllis. I did too. more than effort after I seeing her. Girl, I was so mad when. 
they had announced that she was coming back and they were going to and Gina was out of a job and I'm like are you serious yeah <laughs> because and I guess it was because the way Michelle had left the show in the first place and mm-hmm. she was mad and I'm gonna start my own web series and she did for a while but it didn't last that long then she went back to general hospital and then she slowly made her way back to the young and the restless and I'm like are you are you kidding me right now yeah well that was a mess yeah. but um speaking of back on Taylor yeah, for her to run her butt over there to confront Brooke after she already knew Ridge was already talking to her, what were you going? Why was you? Going? Yes, exactly. Why was you going over there when you knew Ridge was going home to talk to her about that? Yeah, that's the same thing I said. I'm like, what? What are you going over there for? Because here's my thing: even though Ridge had left, if mm-hmm. Ridge was there, he would have told your butt to go home. Right. He'll be like, Doc, I can't deal with you right now. I got to take care of this. Or whatever the situation was. You know, it's like, there was no need for you to run over there. And then we see Steffi and Thomas high-fiving each other like they won. I'm yeah. like, come on. Y'all act like y'all in high school or grade school. This is the first time in the history of this show mm-hmm. that I have ever been on Brooke's side. Are you on Brooke's side? So... Um. So I I still I still feel like alcohol should not have caused her to kiss Deacon. Like she was wrong for that, mm-hmm. and that's not an excuse to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because are you going to drink alcohol and just kiss any random dude that flirts with you? Mm-hmm. Um, which you know I, I guess it wasn't really flirty. I mean Deacon was basically professing his love to her, but. Right. Still- like uh, you knew what you were doing because she remembered every moment of it because she said he, he was telling me he loved me and blah 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 she remembered all of that yeah, so, you, so it wasn't just the alcohol but at the same time I don't like the way um, Steffi and Taylor handled this whole thing like I don't like that Steffi Bars on over to to Brooke's house, and you know mm-hmm. was poking the bear with her, um, bringing up her past, and I especially didn't like that Taylor went over there because Taylor shouldn't have been involved at all. Right. Taylor shouldn't have been the one to tell Ridge. She shouldn't have been. She shouldn't have gone over to Brooke's house. None of that is her place. Nope. So, I be um, in a sense when not that. I feel like Rich should go barreling over to Deacon's place of work, you know, trying to fight him um, because it's not all Deacon's fault. Correct. But I was kind of happy that he didn't walk out on Brooke um, because they're going to have egg on their faces when they find out that he's not leaving her. And I hope that this is the thing that will stop uh, Steffi from the hopes of their family getting back together again mm-hmm. or Taylor thinking that she has a chance I've shown you over and over again that that is who he wants to be with that is who he's in love with regardless of how many things that Brooke has done in her past Ridge goes every time he doesn't want to be with you so let it go <laughs> yeah 
Yep, yep, yep. And the other thing is with that comment that Steffi made throwing in her face, oh, was talk. I don't know if this is a comment that she made directly to Brooke or was she talking to the family? Where she said about, I think it was directed at Brooke when she was at her house about her sleeping with her daughter's husband. You had the father. And I'm like, you can't say nothing about nobody. You slept with Bill and Liam. I mean, come on. Right. Hello. I mean, seriously, you just coming off of a year ago since you want to talk, bring up Bill. Oh, you just kissed Bill recently. First it was Bill and now, and it's like, okay, but you just coming off of uh, a, not your first, but your second, who's the daddy Maury type of paternity stuff. Mm-hmm. When you didn't know whether Liam or Finn was the father. Right. You know, so stop. You know, it's one thing. If you want your father to be in your, you know, creative family, okay, fine. Whatever. You can think what you want to think. But throwing all this stuff in folks' faces when you not that far removed from the same behavior. Because, mm-hmm. like, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm on Brooke's side because, you know, I mean, first of all, you're going to tell that little boy not to tell nobody. I didn't like that part. Yeah. yeah that like wasn't that. cool. But at the same time, I was a Steffi fan for a very long time. And for sure. Yeah. And lately, you know, from what we've seen and all the stuff she's trying to be hypocritical about and self-righteous about and talking about, yeah, she fell off the wagon, but you just had an issue with pills. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Somebody had to help you too. Right. You married the man that helped you. Right. So, I mean, why you so quick to tell me, well, yeah, she fell off the wagon, but oh, well, too bad, so sad. Uh, Okay, so let's not forget, it's only been less than two years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't feeling her. I mean, Thomas, at this point, I just wish they'll put Thomas in a on a, a storyline where he can end up with a nice girl and create his family, get his son back full time. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole thing. Um, but other than that, yeah, for, for Ridge to say, yeah, you hurt me, you did this and that, but you're my, did he say you're my Logan, I think. He, I just yeah, he said around. that. He I said you're the love of my life. You're my yeah, Logan. You were loving my life and you're my Logan. Girl, I was sitting at my desk. I turned away from the TV. <laughs> I said, Yeah, okay. Right, I'm done. Because and then yeah. you turn around, you show up at Deacon's, and then you want to knock him out. Right. And it's so like, that, mm-hmm. yeah. I was I was just gonna say, as much as Steffi has annoyed me these past several weeks, mm-hmm. um, she did have she made some good points when she was talking to Thomas and T- Mm-hmm. about all the stuff that Brooke has done. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, that, you know, when she said, how many more men is she going to kiss? Mm-hmm. Like, how many more times is her are her mistakes going to be forgiven? Like, I, I get that. I would be frustrated, too, if my dad was married to somebody who constantly did some of the things that she did. Mm-hmm. So... So she made some good points. Hypocritical for her, of course, because she's been in her same 
or been in some of those same situations but yeah when we talk about our like the people that we care about and the people that we love like our parents or a sibling we kind of look at it differently and we want to protect them from hurting them so i can understand where she was coming from when she said that but i i feel like she could have had a little more compassion or empathy when she found out that um Brooke had fallen off of with the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Oh, girl. But I just wish that and I think he's giving her the benefit of the doubt because of the drinking. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason. Is because it's gotta be. Because at this point, she was drunk uh, or she had started drinking, of course, already before Deacon came back. And, of course, he tried to stop her, but then he started drinking. So he was the one that was sober at the time that she was drinking, which Ridge probably is looking at that like you could have called Hope. You Mm could have called somebody. You didn't have to stay in my house. So, I mean, I could see him being pissed off about that, too, because he was more lucid than Brooke was. Mm-hmm. You know what and I mean? that's the only reason why I don't really feel bad right now is because he could have prevented all of that. Yep. He lingered around there. Listened to her conversation. And invited himself back into instead of just leaving like he should have. And it just went downhill from there. Yeah, because the first thing he should have done, especially with her falling off the wagon right at this point, is get in touch with your daughter. And mm-hmm. say, look, I don't know what's going on with your mom, but she up here drinking, and she getting, you know, it's just, she getting out of control, and she kind of, she's really sloppy drunk at this point, and I don't want to stay here. Can you? Because there, there is no reason Hope would have came up to the main house and stayed with her mama. Right. So he had options. Yep. Because my thing is, you finna get your butt whooped over a kiss. You ain't even sleep with her. <laughs> <laughs> you finna get your butt I mean, you you slept in your clothes. She slept in her clothes. You was above the sheets. That's all that happened, and you left the next day, and you finna get your butt whooped as if you slept with her, right? Like, dude, <laughs> or else, you know, he. There's just so many options on the table that he could have done, and not, you know, he would have looked like a good guy at this point, right? You know, I mean, by saying, "Hey, you know, I don't want to be in a situation, but your mom, you could have called somebody, Liam." No, you stayed up in there and started drinking with her. And then you turned around and slept in the in the same bed on the same side of the bed where her husband sleep. What was you thinking? The yeah, when he started drinking with her, that's when I was like, you know, better exactly. than that. Because it wasn't even <laughs> I don't even feel like from what I remember, mm-hmm. I don't even feel like he really like struggled with oh man, I'm about to break my sobriety. No, because like, he's another one. Yeah, he's 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 a uh, he's one that had a sobriety too, didn't he? 
Yeah, he was. He's an alcoholic as well. Right. I at least I thought he was. I thought he was too. Uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm uh, not remembering correctly, but I I thought that he was an alcoholic too. Yeah, so, I thought he was too. Yep. For him to just jump in and start taking shots, and she was like, "Take shots with me." For him to just jump in and start taking shots with not giving a thought about it, it's like we. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, yeah, that that's one of the reasons why I don't really feel bad for him because he he contribute contributed to that situation. He wasn't tricked into drinking like she was, no. and he plenty of opportunity to call Hope and let Hope know that something was going on with her. Yep, and Absolutely. he just didn't do any of that. He took it. He took advantage of the situation to an extent. Yep, he sure Just did. Because he wanted to spend more time with her. A goofy butt. Mm-hmm. When she went to see Finn, um, and she was talking about how Brooke was, Brooke was trying to keep uh, keep her from forming a relationship with her and Hayes, mm-hmm. and she's like, "But she's gonna get what's coming." I have a feeling that um, things are going to start going wrong for I forget what whatever it was that she said. Mm-hmm. Of course, Finn is like, well, what do you mean by that? Got him suspicious. And it's like, your dumb butt can't keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you can't help but, but talk about it or make suspicious comments like that. Exactly. Like shut up. <laughs> I mean, she mm. keep she and even I'm surprised she didn't throw Deacon off because she was real intense when yeah. she was talking to Deacon today. Yeah, she always doing stuff to me and she's trying to keep me from my son and she's gonna get what's coming to her and if you think I'm not happy, yes I am and I'm like, yeah, yeah, keep talking, keep talking. You gonna you gonna get yourself in some hot water because it's gonna slip out. Because yep. here's the thing: what is okay? Question. I got two questions. Mm-hmm. First question I want to ask you: somebody drilling something? Um. First question I want to ask you is: um. Oh God, and that threw me off. Somebody drilling something? I'm like, what is that? <laughs> Um, okay. Do you think that Hope, that's what, do you think when Hope find out what Ridge did to Deacon, will she be upset about that? That's a, that the next, next was how is this going to affect Hope and Deacon's relationship mm-hmm. when she finds like finds out all of this stuff that happened. I I think that that um, I think that that is going to push her closer to her dad mm-hmm. um, because she's going to feel sorry for him because Ridge is basically putting all the blame on him and Hope right. knows everything that happened. Exactly. Because here's the other thing. Ridge don't know that Liam knows and Hope mm-hmm. knows and who's mm-hmm. to say Ridge run and tell Hope. You know what your dad did? 
he did A, B, C, D, and she's going to be like, uh, okay, yeah, I already know that. You know? Uh, yeah, I know. My thing is, how come Ridge isn't pissed off that Brooke tried to keep his grandson quiet? Because that's another piece of this, too, is like you told my grandson not to even say anything else about it. Girl, does he, he just, know that part? Yeah, does because he just she know told that. Him. Oh, oh, wait. Minute, does, wait minute, let me think. Does she? Yeah, but does he know that she asked say anything, or does she just know? Does he just know that Douglas thought he saw? That's a good question. I think it's. I, girl, I'm sorry. Somebody I'm sorry. is drilling. <laughs> that's a loud noise. Um, I can hear it. You can hear it. Oh, okay, good. They picking up. Okay, cool. Um, I honestly think, and that's yeah. I don't think he. I just think he knows that Douglas saw Grandma kissing Santa on New Year's Eve, who happened to be Deacon. I don't think mm-hmm. he knows yet that they tried to keep that from him. I, maybe that's going to come out when he finds out that both Liam and and Hope knows, and maybe it's like, you all know this and nobody said anything? So maybe it'll come out then. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, this is definitely going definitely going to um, reignite reignite his feelings about not having Deacon around, because I feel like he was letting up on it. Mm-hmm. So like when he knew that he was at the house for New Year's, he didn't he didn't blow up at Brooke about it. He was just like, oh, he was here, and it was just kind of like, well, okay, whatever. But now that he knows this, they're he's gonna go back to fighting with Hope about Deacon being around, um, being and all that kind of stuff because he's it's causing issues in his marriage. Yeah, and then Hope gonna be pissed. Mm-hmm. Cause she's okay. She didn't. She didn't came to terms with it. Yeah, you know, and basically tried to help both of them through it. You know what I mean? Mhm. Oh, sorry about that. My phone. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, now let me ask you this: What do you think about? Okay, so being that Ridge ain't going anywhere, what is going to be? The reaction of um, oh girl, what's her name? Becky. No, crazy one. Oh, Sheila. Yes, because she figured that Brooke's life is about to implode. Mm-hmm. Now that it has it, and she didn't went through all of this, and Ridge ain't going nowhere, supposedly. What does that now mean for her? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Be, That's a good question. Yeah, because I mean, at this point, I'm thinking she's gonna be pissed because she thought that Brooke World was gonna turn upside down. Riz was gonna break yeah. up with her, and you're gonna be by yourself, and you're gonna be miserable, and Riz ain't going nowhere now. She's gonna be pouting and mad, as much as Steffi is gonna be pouting and mad when she finds out. What that means that she create more havoc, though. What what's your next move since that whole uh alcohol swap didn't work. Yeah, it's like what else can she what else can she try to pull? 
after yeah, that. Interesting, because it gotta come out. It's gotta come out that she did this. Yeah, some kind of way. It's gonna come out. I think it. I think it will, and I think that'll just be one more thing that um, harms her chances of getting to know Finn. Yeah, because Finn is gonna find out, and he don't go for stuff like that. Mm-mm. We only got to see him one time in a long time. Yeah, we haven't seen Finn in a while. He happened to pop up on Wednesday's episode, I think. I think that's what it was, but yeah, this whole thing. I'm I'm curious to see the reaction of Taylor Thomas and Steffi and Sheila. Yeah, I really can't wait to see um, Steffi and Taylor's reaction, especially Steffi, because she's been going hard on Brooke for the past couple of few weeks for really no reason at all other than because Deke is around, or Deke, Deacon is around. Mm-hmm. And she feels yeah. like expecting her dad or whatever. Yeah, so, I, I'm I'm curious on finding that out, too. To see, you know, what, what the reaction is, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Like, at this point, y'all, if he hasn't left Brooke over this, then... It's a wrap. Let it go. <laughs> Let yeah, it go. I mean, let enjoy his, his marriage. No, I'm saying let it go. Let that man enjoy his marriage, how he wants to enjoy it. And if he decides one day that Brooke has just done way too much to him to, to forgive or, or to get over, then that'll be on him. But the more they keep forcing the issue, um, the harder he's going to fight in Brooke's defense. Yeah, my thing is then what was the end goal for Sean Kanan to even come on? So where did he go from here? Is he going to end up hooking up with Sheila? Because he ain't going to be able to come over to the house and pretty much Reed's just keeping his marriage going. So where does that leave Deacon on canvas for? Just to make have a relationship with Hope? But then that's going to get kind of lackluster with a storyline. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll end up putting him and Taylor together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my goodness. I I guess, girl. That I mean, you're going to have to do... Because you brought, you brought Taylor on. So what are you going to do with her? Is she going to continue to bump her head up against the wall trying to break them up? Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Then we're going to start all over again with this feud from 30 years. Yeah. It's crazy. You know what else annoys me is she's a therapist mm-hmm. and she has not once said to her daughter your obsession with breaking up your father your father's marriage or with getting your father and I back together is unhealthy. You were <laughs> right about that. That's what she should be telling Steffi like you know what you won't have to let this play out. If it happens, fine. If it doesn't happen, that's fine, too. But you being like, we're going to have our family back. He's happier with you. Obviously, he isn't because he would have been over here. Exactly. I mean, he likes her as a person. He likes her as the mother of his two children or three children because we can't forget about Phoebe. Mm-hmm. But like he said, 
he, you know, that's his Logan. So right, you need to let that go. Find somebody else. Yeah, it's just, it's just pathetic. Very just, much. Taylor so. on here looking pathetic, just like they. I've said it before, just like they used to do Steffi when it came to to Liam. Mm-hmm. They here looking pathetic, begging to be with him. Yep. And they doing the same thing with Taylor. They sure are. Although Taylor hasn't like begged to be with Ridge, but she keeps throwing the we were so happy together. I miss this and this and this about our marriage and all that kind of crap. And I'm not 100% sure that she actually really hurt him like that because the only reason that she's doing it is because Steffi keep pushing it. Because if Steffi didn't push so hard, we didn't really see Taylor chasing after him since she'd been back. She'd been having conversations. Of course, I still love your father. But Steffi is like, Mom, you belong with him. You should be with him. He should be with you. Brooke is a horrible person. You know, and it's like, and then she co-signs it because one moment she'll be like, I don't want to come in between their marriage. And then when Steffi start pushing, then she'd be like, you're right. And I'm like, what are you listening to her for? You the therapist. Yeah. I feel like it's every time her and Ridge are together and she makes her little comments about their is yeah. like her hinting mm-hmm. that she does still have those feelings for him. Yeah. Looks I'm, pathetic. I'm so- and I'm she just, over it. She just looks pathetic because Ridge is basically like, oh yeah, you we were you were a cool person <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like the last time that they were um when they were at Forster together and she was doing all that goofy reminiscing and all that kind of crap and um what did, I think it was like Ridge's facial expression when he like she said something. Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of like, yeah, and just kind of like walked away from her, walked to the other side of the room and Mm -hmm. just had a look on his face like, gosh, are we going down this road again? Like, please stop. Like, he looks uncomfortable, I guess, is the word for it. He looks uncomfortable. And even if he did leave Brooke, there is no guarantee that he was going to come get with you anyway. I mean, there's nothing guaranteed to say, oh, my God, I'm the default person. Because he's he leave Brooke, it's just yeah. it's just not a I, I don't know. I don't want that, right? Why would you even you you wanted you to rebound, right? And the way that, that this worked in the past, is, yeah. And the way this worked in the past is like I like we've said before, he breaks up with Brooke in the moment, and then a month later he's right back at her doorstep. Yeah, back together. That is correct. Excuse me. So, it's just, ugh, it's sickening. Uh, It is. It is. It is. It's pathetic. I, you know, now that it seems like he's staying with Brooke, then move Taylor out of that. Say, you know what? I'm done with it. I'm just done. You know, he made his decision. Just I'm just gonna move on, and maybe they give us bring a new guy in or something, or one of her doctor friends, and maybe Ridge get jealous or something. I don't know. Create something else. Yeah, you know. So, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's it then. Cause did we cover everything with them? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's do our flip the script. And again, you guys that don't know what that is, is that if there's a particular storyline or a scene we wish we could change, this is where we flip the script. So what you got this week? Um, my why and our flip was that scene where Adam was expressing himself to Sally and letting her know that he was into her and wanted to be with her, but then like put the brakes on it. Mm. Uh, I wish Sally would have taken control of that situation and told him, you know what? Don't worry about it. We'll have a cool working relationship. We don't have to worry about the romance. We can both go our own separate own separate ways in that department because you don't seem to know what you want. I heard that girl. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I have a couple of flips on why and aren't um bold and beautiful. Um, one is I wish Taylor when they came to Taylor about the stuff with Brooke. Um, I wish Taylor would have told Steffi, "Leave me out of this. I don't want anything to do with breaking up your father's marriage. This isn't my business." If you saw something that wasn't right, then you go and you tell him about it. But I'm not going to do it because that's not my place. Okay. Um, and then I guess on the other side of that, if, you know, had not taken a road, um, when Taylor went to talk to Ridge about it, I wish mm-hmm. he would have just cut her off not even let her finish because the subject she was bringing up was Brooke and just told her like, look, you're my ex-wife. I'm not going to sit here and listen to you bash on my current wife. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not doing that. So you're going to have to go find something else to do. Find a new hobby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. That's good. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so my Y&R flip is pretty simple. When Chelsea called Chloe, Chloe should have been like, girl, don't call me this time of morning. <laughs> we talk about work in the morning, not now. <laughs> Get some sleep or something. Right. Um, yeah, because I, I just, she just, she imposes on that girl because Chloe allows her to every time. Mm-hmm. That's why she keep doing it, you know. I mean, who does that? I mean, I Unless somebody is sick in the hospital or worse, don't call me at two thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my bold flip is this whole thing with Carter and Paris. Mm-hmm. Carter need to, you know, hold her to task about if you go if you say you casual, does that mean you casual with me? Mm-hmm. And if you expect me to be 100 with you in a relationship, um, you need to stop dating Zenday. Yes. Plain, simple, point blank, period. Because him letting her just float through this however she wants to is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't come up in here telling everybody else oh, I'm young, I'm independent, I'm single, I just want to live my life casual, I'm too young. But then when you get in front of Carter, you want to be in a whole relationship that you want the the Foresters to be happy about the two of you for. Yeah. Nah, mm -mm. 
she needs he he needs to set some boundaries with that and hold yeah. her to pass. Tell me what you mean. Are you casual or not? Are you treating me casual? And if you do want to be with me, you're gonna to have to cut Zenday loose. That's it. Yeah. So, um, and then I'm trying to think if I had one on the Brook side of Brook and Hope side of the world. Um, I guess the only thing that I would have, and it was something similar that you said with Taylor being a therapist, you need to check your daughter. First of all, I understand she's an adult, but even I have an adult daughter and, you know, for her to say, you need to get with this man to do ABC. We have conversations, but not that one. Yeah. And yeah, she's an adult, but meddling in her parents business exactly so i mean really she need to yeah she needs to mind her own business stay out of her mom's love life stay out of her dad's love life because it's not her place exactly i mean you had the perfect word are you obsessed with this uh are you sure that there's something that we need to talk about right you know because i mean it's uh, both of them uh, thomas is kind of here and there but steffi is just insistent yes on it and i don't even think thomas would have given two thoughts about um his dad's marriage if it wasn't for steffi five minutes yeah she's the one that been pushing him too Mm -hmm. you know because i mean he's been like well i don't know and well you know maybe we should just and and steffi like no mm -mm, no uh -uh. he'll be happy here dad should be with mom And it's like, girl, you got your own marriage to deal with. You got a husband and two kids. Mind your business. (laughs) Mind your business. So that's all we have for this week. It was another good one, girl. Um, We'll see what happened next week. Again, I haven't seen Monday. Because we've been having the, the podcast on Friday night. So the Monday episode, I normally don't see until Saturday. Okay. So I used to have a lot of nuggets when I when we did it on Saturday, and then I'll come in like, "Ooh, this is what's coming," or I throw some stuff out there for Monday, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. Um, let me see if there's maybe hold on, maybe some some stuff that I can see scoops. Okay, February seventh. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, so. Uh, it's supposed to be a storm. Several storms are brewing in Genoa City. Victor has once again pitted two of his kids against each other. Victor is having Ashland health issues investigated. Adam and Victoria are already beginning to lock horns over autonomy. Noah is still mooning over Tessa and Chelsea. And they get into it again? Why? Chelsea and Sally or Chelsea and Adam? Chelsea and Sally. It said, who will weather the storm and have the last laugh? Yeah, okay. And then for Bold, um, what? Steffi took a page right out of Sheila's playbook to get the good, okay, I got you. Yeah. All right, nothing much. It just kind of recapping some stuff. So, 
we will definitely see what happens next week. So we saw the previews for the Young and the Restless. The baby is supposed to get some bad news. Adam and Sally make love. Um, and then, of course, uh, Ashlyn and Victoria is going to try to sabotage Adam. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, it was a good one, girl. Yes, ma'am. You got to work this weekend? No, I, we worked um, last weekend. So, oh, okay. I'm off this weekend. You're going out for Valentine's? Um, I am going out to dinner tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Valentine's on Monday. Yeah. Okay, well, have fun. Thank you, I will. Yeah, we're going out um, on Monday, so. Yeah, after we both get off work, so we're going to go and do dinner and call it, because he got to work all weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, because originally we was until you find out he got to work, so. Oh, well. Work, Work ruining the plans. Well, hey, is we still got to do Valentine's on Monday, so that's true. that's true. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy your Valentine's, and I understand that now a lot of people are saying Valentine's is not specifically for romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. It can also mean friendships, families, and things like that. So send some love to everybody. Yes. All right, so until next week, which is the week of the 14th through the 18th, we will see you then. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong, and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.